Okay, um, happy 2024 and welcome back to Mismatched. Um, this will be season two, episode one. Um, and Molly is actually taking the week off because she's spending time with her mans on a little vacay. Um, so I actually have a fun guest who will be joining us. Um, we've known each other for two years now. Um, Miss Prana. She is the coolest chick I think I know. So yeah, so today we're going to talk all things van life living because my dear friend Eliana has been living in a van for quite some time. So she's going to give us all the scoops and the ins and outs. Hello. Hey. Doctor gone crazy already. I'm gonna go outside. <laughs> oh my gosh. How have you been? Girl, I've been good. Um yeah, I've been good. good. It's just it starting crazy? to get cold here and everything freezes at night now, so it's kinda of just like I don't know, winter, which is gross, but That is so how cold does it get out there? Because you're you're in Tucson, right? Yeah, um, okay. it gets, it can get like in the low 20s, not for very long, maybe a few hours during the night, um, but it's definitely cold enough that like, you know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, oh my God, gross, and then you just, yeah. Oh my gosh, well that's why we're getting like our first big snowstorm in Wisconsin, like tomorrow. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it's, it said someplace I read it was like six to nine inches potentially. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, not fun for you, but probably for the best, like in terms of in the environment. Yeah. It's been <laughs> so bizarre. Like we've had zero snow. Like it's the first white, like non-white snowy Christmas that I've had in years. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I feel like, I don't know, if it's going to snow, it should at least snow for Christmas, and then, like, December 27th or 26th, it can just, like, melt. (laughs) That's how I am. Like, I don't mind, like, over New Year's, but, like, once, like, February 1st hits, I'm like, all right, I'm over it. Like, no more snow for me. Yeah. Right. At that point, it's like, okay, it's been cold for a few months. Like, let's get the ball rolling here. Let's move on. Move forward. New energy. Exactly. But, yeah, so we... I'm kind of excited because I we've known each other for like what two years now. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think our anniversary is probably coming up in the spring. I think so. Our anniversary. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember when I, cause I when I first met you and you told me that you lived out of your van. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. Cause I had never met like a van lifer. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And I, I just had, I remember I had like so many questions. I'm sure I probably already asked you a million of them, but there's so many, like how, when did you start living out of your van? Um, so it's kind of like a complicated thing for me, I guess. I mean, not really, but, um, so I started kind of doing like the, the car dwelling, vehicle dwelling in maybe 2019, 2018 or 2019. Okay. Um, and I would do it like in shorter spurts. So I would go for like a couple of weeks or a month and then get a job and then quit my job and then go. Um, and I was in my Subaru Forester at the time, just kind of driving around the Southwest. I was living in Arizona at that time. Um, 
But then after a certain point in time, COVID hit and then, you know, no job, no working, no nothing. And so I took off for like, I want to say two months, maybe three. Oh, man. Um, from, from Tucson, I just woke up and was like, I told my roommate, Kim, at the time, I told her, I was like, I think I just need to go. Like, I'm so tired of sitting in here in our apartment. She's like, where are you going to go? I was like, I, I, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, when are you leaving? I was like, I'm going to leave tomorrow. Oh and she's God. like, how long are you going to be gone for? And I, I was like, uh, uh, I'll be gone for a little while. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. And so then I, I went and I traveled from Tucson throughout Arizona into California. I touched into Nevada for a little bit. Um, but then, um, when I was living in the van that I was in while I met you, I was maybe four or five months into that whole journey. So I'll say like, I I guess I started really doing it full time in 2022, like in January. So it's been almost two years. No, it's been two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh my God. That is like, so that is so so cool because I always go back and forth and I know you know this because there are some like months I swear I wake up and I'm like screw this like I'm just gonna sell everything stop paying an astronomical amount in rent and just live out of a van because rent these days is just so expensive and it's so hard for me to like give money knowing that I'm not gaining like any equity whatsoever on something yeah absolutely do it do it do it I yeah but then it's like There's so many, like, so many things I, like, wonder about, like, bathroom situations, showers, and, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, Elena, can you really downsize everything into, like, one vehicle? But I think that's, like, everyone's, like, one, like, apprehension is, like, okay, how am I going to take my entire living situation and transform it into, like, you know, 50 square feet type of thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a challenge, you know, and I think we're we're really attached to our stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure. Which is, you know, like there's like sentimental things in your life, like, you know, your grandma gave you this thing or whatever. Um, and then a lot of it is like, you know, I bought this thing with my money that I worked really hard for. I don't want to just get rid of it. Um yeah, I mean, I've that's something that I've never really had too big of a struggle with just because I grew up, like, moving around a lot. Okay. Um, and so I was, like, every couple of years, it'd be like, my mom's just like, okay, time to pack up, pack your boxes, here's your Goodwill bag, put that in a pile, put the stuff you're going to keep in a pile. Oh, my God. How so, many times did you move, like, growing up? Oh, oh girl. Um, <laughs> probably, like, at least five or six times. Oh, my God. So you're yeah, used to was, just, like, fit as much as you can in one box and, like, call it a day. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't necessarily, like, there there was a limit to what I could, how much I could keep or anything like that, but it was more so, like, me thinking about how much work it was going to be to to unpack all the shit and, you know, whatever, so I was just like, yeah, I guess I don't really need that, I'll give that away or give that to a friend or whatever. That's, like, what people dream about, though, is, like, to like almost like cut off like how many possessions you have in your life because that's such like is that's like a buddhist like mindset of like you know you're like people say like the key to happiness is to like limit your possessions and that's something i tend to work like i need to work towards this next year is to just get rid of some stuff because 
I'll have like totes of things lying around because I still haven't like fully unpacked. And I'm like, oh, if I haven't needed it in, you know, the year that I've been here, I probably don't need it. But then I'm like, well, you never know. I might need it down the line. So I just hold on to things and it's just clutter, honestly, at this point. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I feel like non-attachment is like, it, it can be extremely helpful, but are there times where I'm like, damn, you know, like I should not have given that away. I could really use that right now, like for sure. There are definitely times where I'm like, I maybe was a little too hasty and just whatever, but I would say it still outweighs, um, like the, the letting go of it still outweighs the few times that I like regret giving something away right oh I totally believe it but that's like my thing too because I watch I go down the rabbit hole of like TikTok and YouTube videos of people who live the you know the van life like very nomadic lifestyle and my number one thing for me I'm like I need to at least have access to a shower like five times a week because I feel like I'm always <laughs> showering and that's like my biggest fear is like oh my god what if I just don't have access to a shower for like two weeks you know yeah I've definitely been there I've definitely gone like at least 30 days without like a proper shower and it's pretty it's pretty gross like it's, it's no that's not even pretty gross it's extremely <laughs> gross um but there are like you know supplementary methods like baby wipes and it, um I'll heat up some water like on the stove just to get it warm and like rinse out my hair and you know that kind of stuff but it's nothing beats like an actual hot shower for sure and I feel like that's such like a primal thing though like yeah I mean obviously like 30 days like people you know don't want to voluntarily do that but I feel like there's something so yeah just primal about like not having access to like fully running water 24 7 where you're like you don't have the luxury of showering so I feel like because I feel like I definitely take certain things for granted my life changes every time I shower maybe like once a week and then like just kind of touch up in between um and at that one time every week it's like this is my day you know it's new week new me I'm clean I'm fresh I'm gonna <laughs> I'm starting over like it's like the end of the of the cycle for the week or the, the start of a new one. You're literally, yeah, you're starting a fresh new week, like fully cleansed. Yeah. yeah That's like super like spiritual. And then too, like, yeah. When there are um, longer time periods, like between, like if you're on the road and you can't find a place or whatever, it really, it's like this, this growth of, within yourself, or maybe it's not even growth, but it's like this, this journey of like acceptance to where at at a certain point you're going to be like that stinky bitch in the gas station and people are just like maybe not looking at you but you can kind of tell you can feel the vibes people are like who the fuck is this dirty asshole like <laughs> trampling around here you know or you're just like you're just dirty and maybe you don't even stink that bad but you're like covered in dirt especially out here in the desert it's just dirty dusty and it's at a certain point you're like looking in the mirror and you're like okay this is this is me this is just who I am like, I guess it's fine, whatever, you know? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, a whole, like, sense of self-acceptance and, like, self-awareness of, like, you know what? It is what it is. I enjoy this lifestyle. Like, piss off to anybody who's judging me right now because, I mean, at least, like, you're really, like, living off the land. And I think that's, like, the coolest thing you can do in, like, a lifetime is just really be in the middle of kind of nowhere and just live, you know, with limited possessions and just... I mean, well, you do have, obviously, your significant other and your two dogs. 
So that's interesting because in my head, I'm like, okay, if I live with somebody like here in this apartment, two by two bath, if we get into an argument or a disagreement, I'm like, all right, I'm going to the other room, take a breath. Like, I don't want to be around you right now. You kind of are, don't have that luxury of like, all right, I'm going to go step aside in like a different room and just like be right. away from you. You kind of just have to like duke it out almost. Has that been like a struggle or just learning to like kind of cope with, you know, living with a significant other in like small quarters? Um, honestly, like for us, it's not been that deep of a struggle to where like it really hinders my having like a positive experience, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it definitely was a concern of mine when we got together and like moved into our, our first camper. Um, you know, but I think, we both are very aware like that that could be a major issue and so we definitely prioritize a lot of like alone time right go off and do our own thing like uh, uh, all the time um and then too i think we both are just very not like we're tiptoeing necessarily but we we try to be very aware of like you know how we speak to each other and, and how we discuss things and um you know, just, like, how we approach life, and we really try to watch it with each other to where, like, if we have to have a conversation, like, it doesn't need to escalate into an argument, or it doesn't need to escalate into, like, a some uncomfortable conflict to where it's, like, awkward as shit in our tiny little house. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, and obviously, for those listening who don't know, Eliana and her partner have, I honestly think you guys have the healthiest relationship I've ever, like, witnessed. I was about to say been a part of, but then that just sounds like I'm, like, a thruple. <laughs> like, I'm oh, a third. I love that. I mean, yeah, come on over and be a part of it, seriously, but. <laughs> no, it really is, though, because you guys have such a good, like, foundation. I don't know. Like, it's just been the, like, most healthy relationship I've ever witnessed. And, like, just communication-wise, like, honestly, I could never like at least my last situation chips I'm picturing myself like living in close quarters with them and it just makes me want to like tear my hair out so just the fact (laughs) you guys have been doing it for like a decent chunk of time is like very admirable because I could never (laughs) but you guys literally have like the best relationship honestly oh well well thank you I mean it's definitely like I don't know. I feel like I'm describing it like it's some kind of, like, idealistic, perfect thing. And obviously, like, I'm not perfect. I can be very, like, a passive-aggressive bitch sometimes. <laughs> um, and, you know, whatever. Any any um, relationship has its little flaws and things and whatever. But I, I just feel like – I feel like we do our best. And, you know, my partner is a saint, so – yeah. There you oh. have it. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, lovey dovey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> I did have someone ask me a question and just about like, you know, living off the land and van life and what you may have it. But they their number one thing was they want to know like three pieces, which I know it's probably so hard to condense all of your like wisdom and knowledge into just three, but three things that like you wish you would have known prior to like really, you know, diving into this van life style. Oh, damn. So the first thing that like is probably the biggest and most important thing, like out of any of it is definitely just 
it's at least when you're solo, it's a, different when you're in a relationship traveling or on the road or in a van or an RV or whatever. Um, but this is more so, yeah, applies to solo people is that just like, it's fucking lonely. Like, you know, there are, there are practices you can have to make it so you have more of an opportunity to try and connect with others. Um, like when I was single and on the road, I would like use dating apps, just like find people to hang out with. You know, I was never looking for like a relationship or a hookup, but I would definitely like message people and say, Hey, I'm in town. And if you're not a serial killer and a rapist and a murderer, (laughs) do you want to get together and, you know, go get a beer or like do something in public. And, um, that worked out, I would say maybe like twice three times I would I've actually met up with people from dating apps and then a lot of times it just didn't work out yeah which is fine um but yeah when you're out there and you're going from place to place and you're doing all these things and hiking and exploring and trying out coffee places and breweries and restaurants and whatever like you know you can make small talk with others but you're really you're camping by yourself you're moving so fast that it's hard to it's hard to set plans, whether right. it's with, like, a friend that you already know or, like, somebody from, like, the internet or whatever. Like, it's it's just hard to align schedules when you're going place to place in a, you know, at a more fast pace. And you're in this, like, tiny space just by yourself. Oftentimes, like, if it's a shitty rainy day and you're in a city, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be in a parking lot inside of your van in this tiny little box, you know, fucking taking your nose or reading a book or staring at TikTok or whatever you're doing. And it's <laughs> right. just like, there's a lot of moments like that where it's like, wow, you know, this is not all luxury and beautiful stuff. Like this is lame and boring and I'm sad and lonely and depressed and I have to pee, but I'm in a Walmart parking lot in the middle of the day. Like, you know, there's just, yeah, there's a lot of moments like that. I would say it's equally 50, 50 of, times where you just feel like shit and are regretting like every choice you've made that has brought you to this point and right. then there are between that and then like the the beautiful moments where you're like on a mountain drinking a beer overlooking a sunset and you're just like with your with your dog and vibing and it's beautiful as fuck which I've always respected this of you, like, on your social media, which is amazing, by the way. But you've always, like, posted... Because I think a lot of people, like, when I get in these TikTok loops of, you know, nomadic van lifestyles, they glamorize, like, every aspect of it. And I feel like from the jump, like, you've always been really, like, real about it. Like, realistic in the sense of, like, it's not all, like you said, like, the mountain, beautiful views and the scenery. Like, a lot of it is, like... Where am I going to shower? Where am I going to pee? Like, where can I dump my bucket of urine? Like, you know, like, you've been very, like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you um, for the recognition. Yeah, of um, course. But, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and I feel like that kind of inspires me on, like, another, like, I guess this would be number two is, like, um again going with the like it's not all glamour and it's kind of lonely and shitty and whatever um like all of this content on social media from these like very pretty perfect people and their hundred thousand dollar sprinter vans and stuff like that's all good and fine and you know great great for them um 
but there's this running kind of joke in like the van living world where all these influencer people like take everything that they own out of the van and then like start filming so it's like nice and clean and empty and spacious and stuff right and so I think number two is like just knowing not to compare yourself to that and like don't get down on yourself when you're like literally living in a pile because your stuff has to go somewhere and you only have so much room so there's gonna be points in time where like you look around and you know maybe a part of it is a mess and it does need to be cleaned but a lot of times like it is kind of cluttered and organization in the small space is really 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 difficult to get to be perfect or like however you would feel is perfect right and that would be like the second point yeah because that's my biggest issue is like if I ever committed to you know the like the van lifestyle I would have to get like a rig that has storage because that's so true like I never thought about how many of those videos I have watched where I'm like wow they just must have like a ton of storage or like an you know a secret hidden underground thing because you are right like they are insanely clean and like decluttered which doesn't make sense now that I think about it but I never think about that while I'm watching those videos right exactly and I think too like A lot of it, I don't know, like, you can build really, really optimal storage. It definitely depends, like, on the vehicle that you have and and how you want to lay it out in terms of, like, where's your bed and and everything else. But there's also, like, like when it comes to chores and and cleaning and even just daily tasks, like cooking breakfast or making coffee or whatever, like, you kind of have to almost rearrange everything in order to, like, do one thing. Oh, right. Which is really a pain in the ass, especially if you're, like, if it's rainy or you're in a city and you can't just, like, take your stove and your stuff outside and, like, spread it out. You have to, like, okay, well, my clothes have to go over here so that I can get into this bin that's underneath it, and then I have to move this and then that, and then, you know, I got to start the stove and I got to open the window, and then I got to, like, rearrange everything, and I got to move this so I can sit here, and then I got to put it back so I can put that back, and it's just... That's what, like, I feel like if you do, you know, live in, like you said, like, basically a box on wheel, it's almost like everything you do has to be done with, like, intention. Like, you have to get up knowing you can't just wake up and have all this space, or you can't just wake up, use a toilet, and call it a day. Like, you almost have to really, it's like everything is, like, a task, almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's totally 100% correct, and it can be super exhausting, especially some days, like, you know, we all have those days we wake up and it's just like, ugh, like, I don't even want to <laughs> even be here. I don't even want to be human today. Yeah. And you kind of either, either you're just going to sit there and do nothing and eat nothing and whatever, or you're going to just have to, like, accept it, you know, or whatever. But it's, it's, it's okay to, like, have your pile and be like, you know what, I don't feel like dealing with this, so I'm just going to drive to go pick food up or like get eat gas station bullshit and I'm just gonna literally sit here and watch movies on my phone like that's totally an acceptable choice of life to make and that would be me I 100% would honestly I would like to think I'd be like that you know girly who gets like fresh produce and lives off her van and like parks somewhere and you know is overlooking like a sunset by the beach and is just eating my little fruit bowl and but I 100% would be like the type to definitely get like quick trip snacks and just live off of like processed junk food yeah I love quick trip and I miss it so much 
Yeah, there was a point in time, um, I think it was before, like, the months leading up to when I met you, but I was living in my van in the city, um, I guess I can say it's Milwaukee, because I'm not there, it doesn't matter, but I was in Milwaukee, and so I would kind of travel through the suburbs and back and stuff, and it was, like, March in Wisconsin, snowing and freezing and wet and terrible. Ugh. And I would literally, like, go every morning wherever I was, I would find a quick trip, and I would, like, start <laughs> my day there. Because I just, it was so miserable. I didn't even, like, want to, you know, like we were just talking about, I didn't even want to function. I didn't even mm. want to do any of these things in order to survive. So I would just, like, default to quick trip all the time. Which is honestly such a good default, especially, like, these newer ones up here. They have seating areas. Like, you can honestly grab food yeah. and just sit there <laughs> And eat like a restaurant. Seriously, it is like a luxury experience. It really is. And honestly, like they do have your basic groceries. Like if I don't want to go to the store, I'll just run there and grab like milk or eggs and call it a day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so nice. Absolutely. <laughs> such a blessing. Such like an under, I guess it's not even underappreciated because the people who know, like really they know. Oh, but, yeah. You know, those who don't know, don't even know like what they're missing literally (laughs) but that was another thing so another like huge question that like circulates I feel like for those who like don't live in vans is just like making money and like finding the odd jobs but you found like pretty solid like I mean a lot of it you know has to be like server position just because you're like moving place to place but you also you're like a full entrepreneur now uh yeah I mean I'm getting there you know so I'm getting there I'm learning Um, yeah, I don't know. My thing is like, I've been so spoiled with these jobs where I'm making bank and tips Right. to where like, that is always the advice I give to people. I'm like, I don't even care. Obviously there's other opportunities out there. There's gig work apps like Instawork and stuff like that, where you can, um, usually it's more for like a city type thing, but you can log on, uh, upload your resume complete all the steps whatever and it'll show you like gigs for weekends and it'll be like two hundred dollars a day or like x amount hourly and it's usually pretty good money right um but i've just been so spoiled in my experience of serving and bartending and stuff to where like that's what i always recommend people do just because you can really like build your game and like get really good at it and just make like stupid buttloads of money and it's so fun and so awesome nice too because it's not like I mean the market these days for rent is just absolutely astronomical and already like you know gas and grocery prices are just it's just insane like I don't know how people are affording life and I feel like (laughs) literally we're not all affording life we're just kind of making it by but it's like it's nice because then like you do have these jobs who like you know they tip super well and it's not like you have to give up you know 1400 a month in rent you know you're kind of just living off the land and I feel like that's such that's like a clutch thing at like for the economy right now yeah yeah down here in Arizona for our winter spot that we're at like six months at a time we pay 240 dollars a month um and we get like water and garbage and power so for I guess I should explain that we are now like I'm nowhere near as minimalist and fucking cool as I was just describing all these things. (laughs) Um, We're in like a bougie uh, 23-foot trailer now. Um, And it's honestly like I have imposter syndrome every day that I'm like, this is too much for me. Like I am am just just a small child and this is like like luxury adult living. I feel like a yuppie, like retired lady. (laughs) 
but it's so nice and I just you know I feel like I have to remind myself like it's okay to have nice things you earn this you bought this with your own money you know right take advantage of it live it the fuck up and yeah oh my gosh a hundred percent and it's like I feel like it's just so cool to like see the transition of like like you said like you just living out of you know a you know a car and then slowly advancing you know to a van and then you know like a bigger van and then now you know like the camper and then the trail like you've slowly just like worked your way up the ladder I think that's so cool because like I would feel so nostalgic looking back and being like oh my god remember when I tried to fit like my entire life in this sedan (laughs) (laughs) right and some people do that like they'll live in a Prius for the gas mileage or like a a little like a Civic or something and honestly like now that my situation has gotten so large. I just like admire people like that so much more. Right. I just, yeah, yeah. You're like, I've been there. I did that. Like, I know the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And it's, it's admirable. It's definitely nice. Like, especially in the long term, like to have the extra room and like, we have a fucking freezer, dude. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, just, you know, the little things like, but being able, I feel like having that skill set to be able to, to do the, the tiny, teeny, tiny little car type thing is, is kind of like an important, um, rite of passage. Oh, for sure. In terms of, you know, that I just feel like, you know, the world could start on fire at any point in time or like the government, whatever, all this shit's going on. It's just like good to know that like you could make it. Oh yeah. Like you could just pack up your life and just get in the car and just try somewhere else yeah just like run away into the woods and you know whatever yeah are there any like major like I don't know I guess I don't want to say like hurdles that you had to jump over but I guess like hurdles in a way like just major cons that you're like holy shit I wish I would have known about this before reaching it but like here we are I guess we got to cross this bridge now and figure this shit out I guess, and it's not even that deep, but it just kind of pisses me off. Um, just, like, having residency somewhere is such mm. a pain in the dick. Like, yeah. to be able to register your car and, like, have certain, you know, you need an address for, like, certain bills and stuff like that, like phone bill and, you know, whatever. Um, and so my parents just recently moved back to Wisconsin and... So having to switch all this stuff back and re-register my car and, and all these, like, proof of residencies where you have to, like, get your bills switched and wait for them to come in the mail for the receipts and shit just so you have proof. And it's, like, I, there's like it's not possible for you to have residency in several places at once. And it's kind of, like, a toss-up because I spent equal amounts of time in, in Wisconsin and in, in, in Arizona Right. So it's like, which do I pick? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my parents move all the time, so I kind of don't even want to use them because they love to move, uh, which is great for them, whatever. But it's just, yeah, like like all the paperwork and the boring grown-up stuff involved is just kind of a pain in my ass. Um, and I always feel like I'm, like, lying and doing something wrong because it's like, well, you know, I live and work here, but I also live and work there. It's so like, which one do I choose? And, you know, right. and am I being, like, fraudulent or something because <laughs> I chose to do this, but then I'm also driving here and doing this, and, and, yeah. That would be, yeah, just, like, the legalities and, like, jumping through 
the, I feel like, ample hoops that you have to these days. Like, it's hard mm-hmm. even doing that stuff with established roots, you know, at an apartment or a house or whatever. So much less having to do that while, you know, constantly, like, not constantly, but, you know, being on the move every now and then. Yeah. That yeah. Adulting be... is just, like, not fun. Oh like, I, I, I just don't want to. I remember being, like, 10 years old and, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be an adult. Like, it's such a trap. It's just not even funny. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. terrible. I will say, like, the day that I graduated high school was literally the best day of my life because I was just, like, yes, like, I'm just working and I'm doing me and, like, fuck you all. I'm moving across the country and – you, I don't know you anything. I'm done with all you stupid teachers. Like, fuck y'all. You know, it was just, it, yeah. Like, that feeling of liberation is probably, right. like, I will never get that again. You know what I mean? I'm just a grown-up now, and everything's downhill from here. But, like, that day was the best. <laughs> right? When you, like, didn't have any responsibility anymore, but, like, you also didn't, you know, you were free to do whatever. And now it's, like, you're free to do whatever, but you also are, like, a full adult, like, on your own where it's, like, okay, there's – you have to do this, that, and the third in order to be, like, considered a member of society. <laughs> it just sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, you still do have the choice – like, the freedom of choice to where if you want to be, like, you know what? I'm going to pack up all my crap and live in my car. Screw you. Like, you can do that, but it's just a lot more difficult – the more the time passes and you know you have a lease and you have this and that obligations relationships all all that stuff oh all the fun stuff mm-hmm. such a blast such a, such a blast of a life we're living but then through all of this talk a little bit about your fun little jewelry hustle which i still have like i feel like i think i have like five pieces from you now like earring wise yeah and you I probably one of my obsessed. top my top um, customers, to be honest, and I'm so grateful for that. Yes, that's. And it. I actually just got some new stickers in the mail, so I'm gonna send you some so that you can have those. But oh, I'm so excited! Um, yeah, yeah. So fucking shout out to you. I'm grateful for you because you are just like a ride or die. And <laughs> Always. I I just you know I appreciate the vibes, but so basically I make jewelry out of animal bones like a little hobby that I started when I went full-time in my van I started you know spending all this time more in nature and found all this cool dead shit bones and teeth and whatever skeletons and skulls and stuff just thought it was awesome and I eventually I just had like hordes like boxes and boxes full of all these things that I found and I was like I need to do something with these um so I made a couple practice pairs and just kind of like got it started and and you off the bat, like, I remember the first pair that I ever made, I wore them to work one day, and you were like, oh my god, those <laughs> are so sick, like, I want some, can you make me some? And, and so, yeah, great, you, yeah. You, you're literally like my, my, <laughs> I don't even know, I just, I just love you, dude. I love um, you. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I started selling them, and like, made a social media, and made a website, and it's been... I think January last year is when I officially started selling it all. So yeah. it's been a year. Yay. Happy anniversary um, to me. But yeah, um, I just feel like it's important to honor the dead. And I feel like for me, it's almost like a, it's an empowering thing because I grew up like very religious and, and you were always like scared of, of death and scared of like right. 
goth shit and magic and whatever. And so for me, I feel like it's very validating to me and my independence and who I am now to be able to create this art and share it. And then also like have people that want to receive it and think it's cool and like, um, I just appreciate it, I guess. It's so cool. Like I get every time I wear them because I definitely wear like two the most. And it's this, I don't know if you remember the snake vertebrae on the paper clips that you gave me. And then Mm -hmm. the raccoon one with the sunshine. And so many people ask me questions about it, comment about it. And even like this last summer, you know, when we were working together, so I would wear them, you know, obviously serving and they'd ask me, I'm like, well, good news. She's got like a little stand in there, like go check them out. And people, well, just had so many questions, but like, we're so enthralled by it and love it. And it is something I think so cool, like you said, to like honor, you know, the dead because, you know, everything has a life cycle and just to like make art out of something that most people look at as like not art in a way I guess is the best way to say it yeah and I like, just think that's so it like cool it's like garbage or you know like trash yeah or something. but then it, I love learning I'm always I remember I'd always ask you like oh my god what is that and you know if it was like a possum or a raccoon or you know a snake yeah. and it's just so badass and cool and I can never say enough about and obviously I'm a hundred percent gonna put your you know business info on the description because everyone needs to go get something and plus the minute you said I think it was today or yesterday you had posted if you should do merch immediately I was like I 100% would love to have a sick like alternative looking t-shirt or bandana or whatever from you so the minute that gets released I'm buying one of each (laughs) I love it. I, I'll just send you them. You know, you don't have to give me money. <laughs> no. Love it. My mom even has a pair and she loves it. Yeah, she rocks them too. They're she so, does. Like, they totally fit her vibe. And, and yeah, she just, I love, ugh, I love your mom. I love your whole family. I, <laughs> they are pretty amazing. But that's the thing. Like, I, there's so many pieces that you've made, like, that are so different style like you do have like you know the super edgy badass ones and then you also have like the one like my mom has like the dainty ones with like a crystal in it or like a gem and there's just so many variations and I just think it's so so cool and I could 100% talk about it for like hours well you're making me it's a good thing this is not like a video because I'm fucking blushing and it's gross but um yeah and the thing too is like when it comes to the traveling and the being all by yourself like you discover these new pieces of you because like for the longest time like I've 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 always been creative and like I I've done like writing and I've edited books I did that as a job for a little while and um photography and and fire dancing and just all this different shit um but I always felt like I was like kind of missing that piece of like like, what is, like, a passion that I have that I could turn into a side hustle and, like, something that, like, will make me happy and not feel like work? Uh, and it just took, like, forever. But I finally, I guess, found it. Knock on wood that it doesn't, like, blow up in my face, you know? <laughs> Hashtag anxiety. But, um... <laughs> that's so real. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's something, too, that, like, if you or anybody who might be listening, like, is hitting the road and, and hoping for a little self-discovery... That's so true because like living alone for, you know, the last year or so, like I, I remember in the beginning, like so relatable with the whole like loneliness, like, you know, it's you and, you know, four walls or, you know, whatever it may be. But it's like, 
you really do kind of have the chance then to sit with yourself, which can be a hundred percent terrifying. And it, cause mm-hmm. it's just you and like your thoughts and your feelings, but like to sit in it and like to really just dive into like, okay, like who am I like on my own, like just me and find those different like hobbies or passions or whatever. Like now it's almost terrifying because I've grown so like content with being by myself that like I love it like if people are like oh you want to go out I'm like you know what like I'm such a homebody like I'd rather stay in and like read and just like really like I love my own company now which I feel like sounds like slightly conceited but there is something to be said about like so like just the solitude you know of like you and yourself and a hundred percent absolutely yes queen fucking slay slay. It's so important. It's so important to be comfortable with yourself and not be like constantly needing um, the company of another person or like, you know, like it's important to be able to just chill out by yourself and not like get scared and be scared to be with your thoughts. And, you know, I just like you really I feel like can't function as a human if you like like long term if you can't work on that kind of thing. Which right. I mean, like with love, like no, no shade to anybody who's going through that. But you know, it's I feel like it's a very important piece of yourself to be able to maybe master or just at least like get confident, confident in. A hundred percent. And that's why I always recommend like, if you can, at least once in your life, like live by yourself. Because I feel like you learn so much about like, really who you are. Which sounds like super philosophical, but it's 100% true. Like, I always say, like, if you can do it, be on your own for at least, like, a year. And after that, you can at least say you did it if you really hated it or whatever. But, like, now the idea of, like, living with someone again and, like, you know, letting someone else into my space, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm very, yeah. like, very much content with my being by myself. Yeah, I agree fully, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I live with somebody now, but it's like, a, I don't know, it's a partnership. It's different. But like just casually living with like a friend, just that sounds like a nightmare. It sounds right. like a horrible, terrible, like no shade. I love my friends, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said though, like after like getting home from work or whatever and just not having to have anyone speak to you or like ask you mm-hmm. questions and that's obviously I love my parents but I remember like even in school like you know getting home and they're like how was your day and you just you're like good good like one word answers because you're yeah. just so mentally drained and exhausted that like you just wanted to go to your room and just like relax without anyone talking at you or you know you having to talk to somebody and I remember just I felt so bad because I would just be like what'd you learn today uh nothing <laughs> like just I very short. Nope. yep sorry waste of waste of education tax dollars well. <laughs> literally though yeah. oh but i keep yeah. saying i do want to get out by you because you guys are host to like the coolest rock gem show in yes, the, it's the biggest one in the country i'm pretty sure yeah and so in my head i'm like how cool would that be if i just come you know bring my little tent or something <laughs> come camp out yes, by you absolutely <laughs> that'd be so um, my fun my partner's brother is actually doing that right now he's i'm literally looking at his tent in the yard right now that is so, so cool where is he originally yeah, from is he from the area or from like the wisconsin area yeah wisconsin oh nice is he trying to get into like the whole you know van life style um i don't think he is really trying to do it long term he's just at a place where he's taking a little little vacation for himself so nice yeah 
and we don't really have room like you know we don't have a guest room so pop that tent up and like right. come on over anybody yeah right everybody party over by yeah <laughs> it's like a little festival or something like a little camping festival right is there like a Hang state out the fire. is there a state that you like been through that you're like oh i 100 percent would go camp and like stay there for you know a few months yes um several uh but the biggest one other than like wisconsin and arizona obviously it would definitely be utah utah i've seen so that's what i've seen the most of is like people out there like utah and um like wyoming i've seen a lot of lately yeah, Wyoming is really gorgeous, too. I haven't really spent much time other than just driving through it, but Utah is just on another level of, like, beautiful red rocks and, like, insane just, like, geological features and, like, the, just, the landscapes alone, not even thinking about, like, all the adventures and, like, all the sports and nature things you can do, like, hiking and climbing and all that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's, like... A dream because obviously, I mean, you are well aware of how flat Wisconsin is. Yeah. So it can be a little depressing going on like a flat hike, you know, up in the woods. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's beautiful in its own way. But there is something to be said, I think, about like the western part of the states. That's just so like it's unmatched. Yeah, absolutely. Wisconsin is so underrated in my mind. Like it's gorgeous and the people are amazing and especially like in the summer when there's all the like lake activities you can do and in the everything's blooming and shit. It's great. But yeah, the West is just a completely different energy all around. Yeah. And everyone there is so like, I feel like so wanderlust. Like I feel like every person out there is just like kind of in their own world doing their own thing and like traveling. And there's, I'm just so envious because there's, I honest, well, you obviously, yeah, like I said, are aware, like I'll wake up one day and be like, nope, this is it. I'm selling all my shit. I'm packing up and I'm headed west. <laughs> yes, queen. And I'm living for that day. But like on your own terms, <laughs> on your own timeline. But I'm just, I'm living for that day for you. Right. As I say that, as I just like hung up a ton of wall decorations and trying to make it <laughs> a more livable space. <laughs> yeah. But that's good too. I mean, make it like, it's your sanctuary. Yeah. It's... Whether it's a van, apartment, house, whatever, like. You know, that's very important that you have your space and have it cute and have it comfy and livable. Yeah, I'm definitely very, very, like, grateful, though, that the universe or whoever, like, brought us together because it is comforting knowing that if I do make that leap, like, I'm not going in blind because I'll ask you a million questions. (laughs) Yes, open book. book And plus, we are just honestly soul sisters just living parallel lives. Yeah, like when you, um, I guess you could probably explain it better than me, but that tarot reading that you got that described our, our relationship. Oh, yeah, that it was like we were sisters in a past life. Yes. That yeah, was crazy. And that was like, I feel like that was only like two months after we initially met. Yeah, it was not long. But no, it, it was like. <laughs> it was crazy. Because I remember, yeah, she was like, oh, because um, she was describing you. And I was like. Yeah, and she's like, well, do you have a sister? I'm like, no. And she was like, well, it's definitely giving off the energy that you were sisters in a past life. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, and so many people. Yeah, I feel like our friendship was strange. It was just like instant. 
Oh, and then 100%. like I met your mom, and she was like, "This is my daughter," and I was like, "Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. What's your name? I guess I'm your daughter." She like, definitely like you're definitely like the third child that they didn't have, a hundred percent. And that makes me so happy. I love them. Your parents are so great. It's yeah, it's so fun, and that's the we would even go out together, and like people would ask us if we were related. Which I think is yeah, hilarious. Time. We had like Network. a tally going. Yeah, like, oh, is this a family business? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, isn't no. your sister in like the other, like the other bar? I'm like, no, but yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Or they thought that we were each other. Like, they thought that we, you and I were the same person and that they just had met us twice. Still. But in reality, like, they had met you last week and then I was serving them this week. And still to this day, like, I even had a customer come in like two weeks ago. And they're like, oh, uh, Eliana? I'm like, mm, nope. <laughs> I'm like, Elena? They're like, oh, well, you guys just look so similar and your names are so similar. I'm like, I mean, I could see it, except she's like yeah. way more badass than I am and has the coolest oh, tattoos. It. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're like so different, but also so the same. Literally, <laughs> which is, yeah, it was always hilarious that we did keep a tally going too of like how many people, if we would go out, like would ask us if we were related. Yeah, I have it on my old phone. I don't even know how high. It probably got up into like at least the twenties over that first year. Oh, a hundred percent. For six months, I should say. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna come back ever? Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you in the hot seat <laughs> <What> now. <laughs> it's such a it's such a like convoluted subject matter. Um, yes, I don't know when. I feel like I definitely need something different this summer despite our boss's best efforts to really <laughs> peer pressure me to return um and I love him for that he's amazing but he's the best I just yeah you know it, it gets to a point where it's like the adventure is gone it's it's kind of monotonous it's the same 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 and and that's not that's not me right so I feel like we'll definitely do something different this summer but maybe maybe next year or the year after that yeah but someday for sure it would be fun to have like a little like reunion season that'd be so and... fun or even just if you like came up for like a week or whatever you know yeah absolutely and maybe after you're out on the road living your best yeah. um, young traveling <laughs> free spirit life we could both like make a return and just like do a do a summer season there and just tear it all up and and you know start fires and whatever that would be yeah that would be a dream come true honestly I do always think about like okay what if I really just packed up my life and then I just you know called you up and like hey where are you for the next few months I'm gonna park like right next door (laughs) we can be neighbors do it yeah absolutely Uh, it is so true though because obviously I do love being close you know to my family and you know friends and whatever but there does come a point where it's like okay there's more out there than Wisconsin and just to like see more and you know live the best nomadic free you know lifestyle yeah well and the nice thing too at least about your parents I can't speak about all of your other friends but your parents are world travelers as well, and so I'm sure they would be, like, more than stoked to have an excuse to, like, go see a new place and come and visit and go out to eat and go on some adventures. Oh, for sure. Now they're going to listen to this and, like, message you and be like, what are you encouraging? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just waiting. I can, hear, I can hear your dad's voice in the back of my mind, like, no, no, stop it. <laughs> 
That is definitely something, yeah, he would for sure be saying. You never know. One day I might be on, on the road. Me and my little yeah. cat, you know. Yes. Boo, how's he doing? He's so good. He's actually laying down right now just staring at me. But he, I mean, he's, he's definitely, wow. I know, this is like the first all day. He's been a menace today. He's had zoomies. But he just had his six-month birthday yesterday. Oh, amazing. So he's just a little guy, but he definitely has the zoomies at the most, like, inopportune times. We say that about Dora, too. Like, she's so cute when she's asleep. Right. (laughs) Which is so bad to say. But it's so relatable. So, so relatable. And it's, like, with love. You know, we love her even when she's a A menace. Yeah. I love Dora. I miss Dora. I miss our little adventures. Mm-hmm. our little hikes yeah. which is totally fine though because now it gives me an excuse to go out to arizona and do a little hike out there yes absolutely which is way more enjoyable as we're about to yeah get like eight inches of snow <laughs> yeah well we live like next to a national park so oh it sounds so nice yeah there you have it come on over and there are miles and miles and miles of trail to be stopped yeah endless opportunity of adventures well thank you for being on the podcast yeah thanks for having me i feel so flattered this... i received that message this morning and i was like oh my god she really wants me to be on the podcast oh my god no i've been dying to get you on here just because i think your entire lifestyle is so just like I feel like badass is the only way to describe it because it really is like not a lot of people can do it and it does take a lot to just like basically say screw it pack up what you can and just live on the road and find some you know where to go but I just it's so cool and I feel like I live vicariously through you and plus I know so many people like always have questions like how is it or like you know when you went over like you know things to look out for to be prepared for and it's just I feel like it's such a lifestyle that a lot of people don't live so they're so curious about it you know yeah for sure and I hope that maybe um my words of experience can be like motivation for some people to oh a hundred percent and go vroom vroom and go play in the world yeah go maybe. live your best life I mean, or maybe they just think I'm stupid and dumb and I'm <laughs> fine, but... <laughs> Heck no, no. It's it's such a cool lifestyle, and I really do think, like... I'm sure some people listening are probably like, okay, this is my final sign. I'm just going to do it and just not look mm-hmm. back and just... Even, like you said, like, if it's just for a short period of time, just to say you've done something like that where you're like, okay, I did that. It was cool and fun. And, like, but now I'm ready to, like, settle down or establish roots or whatever. But just to kind of, like, I feel like some people just need to get out of their system. And I might be saying some people and just referring it to myself. But <laughs> it's so true. Well, you're it's, not the only one. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, it's just so fascinating and not be as accessible to the world and just do your own thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And I, I, and you'll you'll be there and I'm I'll be waiting here for you with like yeah. a balloon and a fucking sparkler and like with open hey, arms. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I'll I'm sure one day I'll wake up to a text like that. Yeah. Be oh. here, girl. Oh, well, say hi to all the pups and your amazing man. 
and well, do. keep Absolutely. updated. Thank we definitely need to have more conversations like this because I miss you dearly. I miss you too. Oh, I'm going to cry and oh. vomit and all of that. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. And I, I realize I don't think I even said the name. The name of my brand is Ashes to Oddities. Yes. So, you know, 30 years later, as we're concluding, I, I should probably bring that up. <laughs> and I will, I'm 100%. Yeah, I'm going to put your at in the description too. So exciting. 2024, I feel like it's just going to be the year of like, female entrepreneurship like all things badass we're like we're just kind of fully embracing ourselves yeah absolutely get your money right and you know just do all of that whatever you gotta do to live your best fulfilled self life yes with intent and purpose that just sounds so philosophical (laughs) (laughs) you are deep Every time we chat, you just are, like, deeper and deeper and more, like, introspective and more thinking about all these, like, magical things. And I just love that for you. Oh, thank you. I definitely, honestly, I mean, well, yeah, you've known me, yeah, for damn near two years now. But it has taken a lot of self-care and, you know, a lot of self-work to achieve this version of myself. A lot of cutting off, you know, toxic people and things but I yeah honestly like I am so grateful for where I'm at for real so I'm very very blessed with what this new year is gonna bring but I'm so happy though that 2022 brought us together period the friendship we never knew we needed or the the sisterhood the long lost (laughs) next lifetime sisterhood yeah Yes, can't keep us apart. No, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> right. You're the very first oh, one. Two. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been waiting. I've listened to every episode so far. It's very entertaining. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we thought, you know, 2024, just start a new season. and. But also, like, you guys fucking slay, so. <laughs> we Even appreciate if it. just continued it. as just you two, like, I would absolutely listen with complete entirely devotion every week and be so excited oh my gosh so. well we appreciate and i know molly is here in spirit saying thank you as well so yes oh. yeah thank you guys oh love you i love you well i will chat with you soon <laughs> well again a special thank you to my long lost sister eliana prana for Being on the podcast, obviously this first episode is a little different with Molly not being here, but she will be on the next one. And like I said, we're going to come out guns a blazing because like we said, you know, new year, new season, new style of podcast and a little more lighthearted now that we've kind of, you know, divulged last season and everything, relationships and dating and exes and situationships. And now we're going to kind of get some new content, um, Yeah, from all walks of life. So stay tuned. Cheers.